Live in Arizona on Radio Row, it is Cody and Gold, Alex Gold, Cody Tapp, Nick Schwert with you. Of course, you guys can hit us up on the J Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610. And all our Radio Row coverage is brought to you by Raygun. We'll get to the trash of the day here in about 15 minutes or so. I can't believe it's actually now happening for a second time. That'll be in our, our trash of the day. Uh, we did see, we, we always like to tell people, like, who who we see as a, we're on Radio Row. We just saw Adam Pac-Man Jones, the latest football player. We mentioned Chris McCaffrey a little bit earlier. I'm pretty sure that guy in the Nick. black jacket with, like, the silver feathers is yeah. famous, but I don't know who that is. <laughs> Nick is actually now away from the table. I'm watching him in the distance. He is on the prowl. Look at him walk. He's just right over there to your right, Cody. Oh, he's, uh, he's working the room. He's just slowly walking, keeping an eye out. He's going to try to see if he can't land us a big fish or two throughout the uh, throughout the show. It is a bit of like a – you know what? Honestly, probably the best way to describe it, Gold, you're the, you're the single guy in the show. It is like watching someone <laughs> at like 1 in the morning, <laughs> looking around the bar, seeing if there's somebody who's interested in hanging out a little bit. Are you looking saying, for some company? Are you saying, That's Nick. He's just walking around, looking kind of lonely. Well, I hope he doesn't settle. I hope he doesn't just settle for anybody. <laughs> I, I, I hope there's still. I still. I hope it's uh, in this in this hypothetical. I still hope it's a nine or a ten. <laughs> He's gonna come back with a four. I, I mean, that's the goal here is not not to just land anybody. Well, you know what the good Big news fish is. Fish only. Well, that's that's what we're looking for. But you know, that time of day. You never really know how that's going to turn out. So I guess we'll let you know how it goes with Nick, who is officially doing a lap and away from the table. We had Steve Palazzolo on uh, about 25 minutes or so ago from Pro Football Focus, and he mentioned something about Philadelphia that, I mean, is, is something that has to be acknowledged, and that is really the importance for the Chiefs to, to get off to a quick start, but also to understand this is an Eagles team that themselves get off to a quick start. So the Eagles have won every game, Steve mentioned, this year, when they lead in the first quarter, now, how do the Chiefs fare in the first half as well? I mean, you, you can find well, stats. I mean, Philadelphia is the number one first-half football team point-wise in, in the league. Turns out they've won a lot of their games. At 18.2 average points. The Chiefs are second, though. Now, it's almost a three-point difference, but the Chiefs are the second best. So that's where it's like I think that Philadelphia first quarter, first half number matters more against lesser competition, some of the competition, frankly, that they've gone up against throughout the postseason run. Here's why. So the stat itself, Gold, you know this from like a betting market angle. The stat itself doesn't make me think like, oh, Kansas City's in trouble if they get down four points, right, or whatever, five points, seven points in the first quarter. No, they're not in trouble. They're too good of a team for that. But the Eagles haven't had to play not their game. I think the importance of the lead part is mm-hmm. making them be something they aren't. That's what I like about getting ahead against Philadelphia. They're a run-first team. They run it almost 60% of the time. Yeah, Jalen Hurts have his best season ever. All they do is run. What if, just hypothetically, what if they have to pass? I know that that doesn't sound crazy, and I know they'll be like, oh, come on, Jalen Hurts, and he's had all these, and he's, you know, he's a runner-up for MVP most likely when they give the award out tomorrow and all those things. But you you and I both understand. Like, that's the one advantage Kansas City has is because all they do is pass, they pass more than pretty much any other team in the NFL, they're never taken out of their game. This is their game. This is how they live. You're like, hey, the Chiefs have thrown it 30 straight times. I once watched them have a run-pass ratio of 4-1 to in a game they won by 20. So they're not out of their element. They're never out of their element. Pass first is what they do. And I think in Philadelphia's case, you get an advantage on them. Maybe you can push them out of their comfort zone. Yeah, certainly we haven't seen them 
have to also with the hurt shoulder for J for Jalen Hurts, right? We, we haven't seen him have to do that little. It's not what they want to do, but also everybody's assuming the game script uh, nationally is like, oh, Phil Philadelphia is going to jump out to the, the early lead. Because How they have does, done that so much. They have yeah. done that. How does Kansas City counter that? To your point, the Chiefs are more equipped, I still argue, to come back from a deficit, even up against Philadelphia. Now, no, look, you don't want to you don't want to be in a ten nothing or fourteen nothing hole in the Super Bowl. However, uh, if there was a team that was better positioned to do it between the two, it, it is Kansas City. I, I still think for for the Chiefs, though, their first quarters, their first halves, still are the second best in football. So I, I don't think the gap is is as what's big the point difference other, uh, when you were looking at it for the first half. Philly eighteen point two, Kansas City fifteen point five. If you just look at the last three games. 21.7 for Philly. Oh, man. 18 for Kansas City. Like, I mean, 18 points in a single half. I mean, this, this applies to the one thing we know. The Chiefs score way less in the second half of football games. By the way, so does Philly. Because the Chiefs were the number one scoring offense in the NFL. So whatever the difference is in what you're talking about, the Chiefs score more than them in the second half than Philly no. does score in the second half. But I, I think there's something about taking somebody out of their game. Specifically the first quarter, though, if you look at the numbers specifically for the first quarter, 5.8 points in the first quarter for Philly, 5.4 for Kansas City. The Eagles are, are four, and uh, Kansas City is fifth. I think that when you – and, I yeah, I get that. I mean, they're still close. Philly is a – but that's it. You know you know how this is. The NFL works very simply, Gold. If nobody ever forces you to do something you're not doing, that's how you get the advantage. Like when you – like Philadelphia's case, it's so hard because their identity, Gold, is run. Run, 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 run. They are the exact opposite. And the Chiefs' defense is being put into a position of having to guard a way that they wouldn't normally have to guard. They, they probably haven't faced a defense like that yet, right? You don't think Chiefs haven't faced a team that plays like Philly? No, this Eagles have faced a team that played like the Chiefs. Not played as good as the Chiefs, but played like the Chiefs. Yeah, that's I mean, the Phillies offense is a unique style compared to what Kansas City has seen. However, like what you were just said at the end, though, I mean, this is – I don't think the Eagles' defense has seen an offense like Kansas City. I know they haven't. You know how I know no. that? Yeah, They're I the best they offense in football. The Chiefs are the best offense in football. That's how we know they haven't played a team like But they haven't even played the second best offense in football, you know? I mean, it's not just that they haven't faced them. It's they haven't faced anywhere close to that level. What, what was the – we decided, we universally decided, I guess, maybe last week, the best quarterback the Philadelphia Eagles well, faced. Well, like for, Trevor Lawrence. Well, it was Rodgers for, a, you know, for two quarters or whatever, and then he got hurt. Okay. So Rodgers for a half. And, by the way, Rodgers this season is not – he's better than Trevor Lawrence. But Rodgers this season, you know, those are like comparable quarterbacks, you know. They didn't face – they didn't face Burrow or Allen or Mahomes or the guys we would have put in the upper echelon category, the top five, top ten quarterbacks. Because if Trevor Lawrence is a top 10 quarterback, he's just barely there, right? It's like right on the fringe. And Aaron Rodgers didn't exactly play like a top 10 quarterback this year. And every time I go back through, I feel like that has to matter. And that's why, like, what you're saying, Gold, like, it, seems, it doesn't seem crazy that the Chiefs would jump out to some lead. That seems more than plausible. I was trying to pull it up because I, like, I think Palazzolo was uh, mentioning the, the status of it pretty much has happened every single time. I actually think that – Eagles Commanders game this year, that was a scenario where I think that was the one time where it didn't happen. Where, where they weren't. Oh yeah, the one, the one time they didn't have a lead and win. Yeah, I was trying to. Pull that up, game was. Was I that? I was trying to pull up the box score again. Sure, maybe that they one went, was off. So, so the Eagles were tied in the first quarter in that. Game. Okay. So that's why, and also that that was a. This was in the the first game in September where the Eagles. Was that won one the one where he almost died? Where, where like, the stands – do you remember when, like, the stands collapsed on Jalen Hurts? Was that a year ago? Was that last year? That was a year ago. 
I think that was a year ago. Wasn't that in yeah. Washington? That was earlier. That was a year ago. But no, when they when they played Washington the first time this season, it was just a scoreless first uh, scoreless first quarter. Uh, in particular, I'm not sure about the the last meeting there, but appreciate Steve Palazzolo and his insight on that particular trend for the game. I do think, though, the news from media night and also yesterday and the media availability stood out for Juju Smith-Schuster and Kadarius Tony. I think both these guys are playing in this game. You have Kadarius Tony coming out. And you think so, he, huh? Just K- them talking about playing K- means K- they're playing. Well, Kadarius Tony flat out said he quote is definitely playing in the game on Sunday. We're practicing like, I feel for like the second I, straight day. I feel like when a player flat out says that, it's not like oh I'm, I feel good about playing. When you I say, feel like that's what everybody would say. say I bet I bet last night you would said I'm definitely hosting the show tomorrow. You weren't. Well, I am. I might. But, but you. But, but I am here. But I'm saying I? Monday night you would have said that. You'd be like I'm definitely going to be in tomorrow. Maybe not. I don't know. But I feel like that's yeah, just what he's people got, say. He's got an ankle injury, not a soft tissue issue, which has been a problem for him uh, throughout his career, why he hasn't been able to stay healthy. So I actually think Kadarius Tony is playing in this game. I think Juju's playing in this game. We mentioned that the incentive for Juju as well, if he can give it a go at all. He plays 50% of the snaps on Sunday, and he gets a million dollars. So I, I feel good about both the AFC title game. He had a million dollars on the line for both. Now, I still think, and I told Nick, this is not totally uncommon that a team would pay that out. It's not crazy that a team would just put a million dollars? I don't know they're giving you a million dollars for not playing more than 50% of the AFC title game once. Juju is still my bigger concern because, you know, as much as we talk about, like, what percentage would Mahomes be, he was not doing well after that game. I know it's two weeks. I know he says he's going to play. I know that he's practicing. I mean, we're getting practice reports. Yeah, we are. I just – I still – and, look, nobody's out there because only once, so this is, like, the, the weirdo thing about, like, Radio Row, right? On radio, or on, or on uh, the like the radio coverage or the media coverage, only one person is allowed to go watch practice. It's not even a local person. It's like Pete Sweeney or Nate Taylor, guys who come on the show. They don't get to go watch practice. It's one guy, one guy gives them like a the, pool report. Guarding on the it. nuclear codes. I don't know, man. I mean, I don't even know what the point is. You cover this team all year, and then all of a sudden, now you can't sit in on a practice just to see how Juju Smith-Schuster's. Operate. No, it's one national reporter. It's not even a local guy. One national reporter who's going to go out there and watch a little Chiefs practice for 15 minutes. But so, like, that's what makes these things difficult to assess, Gold, is, like, they can be like, Juju's fine, Juju's fine, Juju's fine, but they don't want the Eagles to know what percentage he is going into the game and what percentage am I comfortable that he'll, they'll, he'll give them similar production, 70 80%. Like, can he, can, he, can he be 100%? Like, how high can it go? I mean, to me, there's no question, though, who's more important for me if you're picking one to be ready, and it's Juju. I mean, it's not, it's not even close between the two. Kadarius Tony is dynamic, oh, yeah. yes, and he can make guys miss, but it's not even close uh, in terms of the potential. It seems like a fairly obvious choice, doesn't have. it? I think people have fallen in love with Tony, but it's like, I don't know, he gets like 20 yards a game, 25 yards a game. He only plays like 30% of the snaps. He is a fun player. It is a nice thing to have. It is a good thing for the offense, all those things included. But in the end... The only thing I'm really – the thing I care about is who is the most productive player. That's clearly Juju, if you're giving me the choice between the two guys. Could you imagine having a million dollars on the line, too, and being like, I, got, I, I would do anything to my knee, man. I would to be like, hey, we don't really do shots of toward on the knee anymore. You're like, put four of them in there. I don't care. A million dollars, dude. That's like Lawrence Taylor in any given Sunday, right? Like when he just straight up says, like, uh, like let's do it. So to me, it's, it's that ver- – like – Remember, like, he gets knocked down, and he's like, hey, man, are you okay? And he's got his, like, 7,000th concussion, and he's like, I just made a million dollars. That's how I feel like Juju's going to play with his knee. I think he's playing, man. I, I think he's definitely playing, and I, I think he is too valuable as a possession receiver for this team going up against this defense. I, I think Because in the middle is where you can attack him. 
that's the area. Their, their linebackers in particular, they really struggle with tackling as well. So I do. I agree with you. We're also expected here at some point this hour to have uh, Jeff Schwartz join us. Of course, uh, former Chief Jeff Schwartz does a lot of media work now, the brother of Mitchell Schwartz, who joins uh, CDOT every single week. So we'll have, to, we'll have to not only talk about this offensive line matchup, but also got to talk about his, his, his brother a little bit that goes on, who's trying to uh, obviously... See who's the better media guy? Yeah, we'll find out who who's, uh, thinks they're doing a better job at that at this point. I'm curious because, again, I'll make out the point for everybody who wants to just crown the Eagles as the better offensive line. Do sacks and penalties not matter anymore? Like, maybe you're the best when you're playing your best, but... You make a lot of mistakes, or somebody does. I don't know if it's Jalen Hurts running into every sack, or he's making you commit all those penalties, but something's happening there. I don't think that that's an accident when those are two things that we regularly, and have, by the way, for like the Chiefs. How many times we've criticized Andy Reid for being uh, a penalty-prone team? All, you know, like penalty, penalty, penalty. Matter of fact, I saw a stat from the same guy who hates the Chiefs, uh, Scott Kaxmar. I really like, feel like he does. I dude, really, he every, must, every 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 stat that comes out is is slanted towards he was that like, direction. It, yeah, yeah. Because the most recent one was like, guess who had the most DPI penalties called against him? It's the Chiefs. Guess who had the <laughs> least? Guess guess who had the worst and the least called for their players? The Chiefs. Who had the best differential and pass interference calls? The Eagles. You're like, I wow, man. You're digging. You're really digging. This is back to back times. We're having to go back through this again. I don't want to do this. But penalties matter. How like we talk about Rashad Fenton. The reason why Rashad Fenton got cut was because in training camp, Patrick Mahomes was like, "We're not getting better because all you keep doing is committing the same penalties you get called for in games." So when they get later in the year and they start seeing some of these other players play well, Gold gets a laser to cut Fenton. Then doesn't it? The 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 amount you are penalized matter. It'll be interesting to see what Jeff Shorts thinks about it because I still think the Chiefs' offensive line is just as good as the Eagles. All right, let's get to the trash of the day. Trash of the day. Well, I'll, I'll take the trash of the day today. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, you know what? I had it penciled in for yesterday. You weren't on the show, so I'm like, okay, Gold usually does trash of the day. Uh, I didn't have anything, but then I found I found something. Okay. But it was so good. It was so good for trash of the day, I decided I needed to save it for today instead. I didn't want you to miss out on both Gum Bucket <laughs> and Trash of the Day. So kind of so you, I have, yeah. So I have saved this for you. With you and Nick in mind, and as soon as this loads, I'll actually play it. But when you talk about what uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, what trash the of the day was made for, it, it's this. Uh, you might know on this show, uh, anybody who might be listening might be familiar with it. One of the things we are regularly known for doing and have done is played the Whopper Whopper song. Did you know that there's a new Burger King commercial? Is that wait what, like a real one or just another parody? Because we played the Cincinnati parody, which was terrible. The guy didn't have any. It was just like acapella. Oh no! Prepare yourself. BK Stackers, Bun Burger Cheese, Burger Cheese, Burger Cheese, Burger Cheese, Burger Cheese, Burger Cheese, Bacon Burger Cheese, we can do this all day. And BK, have it your way. What do you think? Burger so Cheese, Burger Cheese, now, Burger Cheese, Burger Cheese. It's now Burger Cheese, Burger Cheese, Burger Cheese. That's the new Whopper, Whopper, Whopper. Well, they're advertising a different product of their line. Do you like that one or Whopper, I mean, the Whopper? Original, I mean, they're, the original is still going to be way more annoying than this one. Whopper, burger whopper, cheese? whopper, burger cheese, burger cheese, burger cheese is not as annoying as whopper, 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 <laughs> whopper. But it's still the yeah. same beat. Oh, it is the same beat. This is smart. They're just taking advantage. Look how much, look how much love they get on our show. How much attention they get on their show. Honestly, I think that they should sponsor the show. We should work with Burger King based on the amount of whopper, whopper, whopper we've played. So you you think that this one's less annoying than the other? Yeah. One? Oh, no question. 
I no thought it was shocking to find out that there was a new Burger King song. Just one more time for those who missed it. Oh. BK Stackers, Bun Burger Cheese, Burger Cheese, Burger Cheese, Burger Cheese, Burger Cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that one's, I think what's annoying about it is also just the, the actual, like, beat of the song now. That's what's more annoying to me at this point. Yeah, that, that, that part is actually more ridiculous at this point. That's what so I think. that's the earworm for you. Yeah, that that's more than the actual word. Are you still point. hearing the one the Cincinnati guy did? No, I don't. We remember. can't do that. We can't do one for the Chiefs. It's bad luck. I don't remember the the exact lyrics on that one. I can't. I still can't believe he did that, but didn't put the backing music to it. That's the whole jingle. You can't just like say words in a certain rhythm and then just assume that that's going to be the case. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Sorry, I I. I we are playing audio from our computer, uh-huh. and then Pete Sweeney sent us Oh, so a text. you're blaming it on Pete Sweeney. Yeah, I'm blaming Pete Sweeney. We're in the middle of the show here. So I'm just going to unplug that, so that's not a problem anymore. Pete Sweeney did not prepare me for sending me. And all. And by the way, really important text, Pete Sweeney, to send a ding through the show right now. It is a, it is a photo of a wretched parking job he has done in front of the place in which we're staying. Well, you just take up two spots? No, he's just like way off of the curb. Pete's uh, not a good parker. Well, he's I don't know if it's all the time or if it's just this a car one. that he's not used to. Somehow Pete is driving a brand new like Ford Bronco as his rental car. Are you guys sad I didn't? I did not secure that for us. Well, I will give Nick credit on this. Nick tried to get you to ask for an upgrade for the rental car. Be bold, you know, and all that. And I don't know for whatever reason, your when you were talking, your negotiating did not get us anything. Okay, we were at the. Lowest quality oh gosh, car rental go. place. Here we go. On earth. Here We're we not go. gonna name them. Here we go. But I don't think they're just handing out free upgrades. This isn't a well you, this isn't like a big chain. Nick warns you, he said, smooth talk the lady at the counter, see what you can do, and absolutely nothing was accomplished. It was fine. You are not no, on the air. No, you're not on the air. Bad news, Nick. No one can hear you. <laughs> you are a ghost to this program. Maybe try Flipping them, I guess. I don't know. There it was go. Fox. Why would you say it? Why would you say the name of it? They didn't do anything to deserve that. He hadn't had his headset on the whole segment. He, he put it on just to say Fox. Just to just to tune in for that? Mm-hmm. But that's it. That, that was the trash of the day. I thought you guys would like a new Burger King song. That way we can both play Whopper Whopper and Burger Cheese, Burger Cheese, Burger Cheese, Burger Cheese. You just have a a list you get sent now anytime there's a new commercial (laughs) for FastFoodCommercials.com or something. I'm somehow on their, uh, yeah, I'm just like on their list. (laughs) Someone says, can we get a Cody Tap song to the Burger King beat? What would it be about? Well, not food. But, but But what? The Chiefs winning the Super Bowl? Super Bowl, Super Bowl, do. Super Bowl, Super Bowl. No, no. Doesn't sound that's as good. You well, don't want that. Just, I'm, uh, just, just that five seconds of that was already <laughs> enough. <laughs> it was already enough for me. Well, there's no music behind it. Of course it's going to sound terrible if we do it that way. You know that. All right, coming up next, guys, we're going to get to the Chiefs Red Half Hour as we continue broadcasting live from Radio Row, presented by Ray Gunn. Expected to have Jeff Schwartz, former Chiefs offensive lineman, join us at some point this hour as well. But you guys had Clark Hunt on the show, and when you talked to him about the future of Arrowhead, stadium renovations, there was one thing that really stood out, I think, maybe gave us a hint about what is actually going to happen out of the Truman Sports Complex. We'll get to that next. Chiefs Red Half Hour, every day at 1130 on Cody and Gold. That's right, it is the Chiefs Red Half Hour here from Radio Row. And the Chiefs Red Half Hour is presented by Greenway Ford. It's a new day, a new way at the all-new Greenway Ford. And we're broadcasting from the Media Center thanks to our friends over at Raygun and Baker University. Uh, we mentioned we were expected to, to have 
Jeff Schwartz join us, and he does join us right now as all our guests are brought to you by Ag Power, your local authorized John Deere dealer, and by Papa Murphy's. Get any medium two-topping pizza for just $6.99 in-store or at papamurphys.com. Longtime NFL offensive lineman, of course, spent a couple of years in Kansas City. Jeff Schwartz, kind enough to give some time. Also, uh, you can check out his podcast as well. Jeff Schwartz is smarter than you. We'll be keeping an eye out for, for the new podcast episode coming up a little bit later on today. But well, what's going on, man? Good to have you out here. I'm just waiting for the game to start because these tweets are getting, they're getting too much. You, like, it's, <laughs> the bad takes. You, you don't have to have a hot take for every day of the Super Bowl week. Like, it's okay to be like, Jamie Hurts is good, but – also, Pat Mahomes is, is better. It's okay, like to say those things. Like it's okay to admit that Eagles. Like, come on, guys, it's it's excessive. Like it's a, it's a little much. It's just it's a lot. I, I, are you reading the same tweet as me, yes. uh, Elliot Parks, where he said, "You know, if you build a quarterback in a lab, you'd build Jalen Hurts, not Mahomes." You're like, "What? What are you talking? There's just no way that's true." I would build the guy that's the best quarterback in the NFL. That's just <laughs> me personally. Plus, if you if you see the Eagles right now, uh, you trade for Pat Mahomes or keep Jalen Hurts. What do you think they would do? They would trade Jalen Hurts so fast. The whole organization. They'd lie. They'd that, claim they would And that's not at all a slight to Jalen Hurts. Like, we do this thing where, you know, when, when we compare players, that if we compare them we say someone's better than someone else, that other person is now no longer good at all, right? We can acknowledge that Jalen Hurts is really good and Pat Mahomes is better. Like, the reason the Chiefs win on Sunday is because of Pat Mahomes, right? Yeah. The Eagles have, like, seven different ways to win. I feel like the Chiefs only have one. Fifteen has to have the best game of his life or near that for them to win. The Eagles can win. Many. Their defensive line plays really well. Their offensive line dominates. They run the ball well. Like, the Chiefs, to me, have one way to win. That's 15 being really good. That's, you know, kind of the difference in, in both those teams right now. I always feel like it's the uh, – the I always compare it to the girlfriend Highlander theory. It's like, just because I said she's attractive doesn't mean I think you're ugly. Both of these well, things can be true, Jeff. They can. That, that's a little slippery slope. There, <laughs> right? um, but, yeah, no, it, 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 so it's just it, – that is where we're at right now. So we have four more, five more days of these takes, and then we're <laughs> – then we're done with it. Free and clear for at least a little while. We were yes. worried what it was going to be like if Mahomes just lost to Joe Burrow one more time. I'm like, do oh, I really have to hear I, this? I don't want to. Oh, Didn't I have just, to, so problem I, solved. Like, th- thankfully. Like, the, the football gods prevailed. And, of course, the, <laughs> they fixed the game for the Chiefs. So, right, both yeah. those things are true at the same time. They knew to fix the game, too. So, it was perfect. It worked out great. Um, <laughs> yeah, the takes were going to be hot and heavy. And they just ended right there. Like, they ended the takes for, like, for a long time now with that with the Chiefs winning that game. Jeff, you know that the script is already out for the Super Bowl. Everybody's I already seen it. And, you know, even though the script is out there, how, how do you think this offensive line is going to fare up against that front there for Philly? You know, have you guys been to Vegas before? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so you know they have those big, tall towers, right? They build them because of the dummies that bet on the exact score of this game <laughs> being a leaked what script. What was it, 37, 37 yeah, yeah, that's how they do it. Um, look, as I mentioned, the Eagles are better everywhere. I mean, like, right, offensive defensive lines. It's not the Chiefs are bad. Again, the Chiefs have two all-pro offensive linemen. The Eagles have two plus three others that are really good, right, that are, that are Pro Bowl guys. The Chiefs have Chris Jones. Well, the Eagles have, have Fletcher Cox, Hargrave, Sweat, and then Riddick, right? So, like, they have more, okay? Um, you know, the, 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 I think the Chiefs' secondary is underrated. I think if you stack them up, to where the Eagles are now and the Chiefs are now. Maybe you have the more close to them we think, but the Eagles' defense is, is better, okay? The, the, you know, the, the Eagles' skill position players are better right now with how ailing the Chiefs are at the moment at wide receiver. 
But the Chiefs have 15, right? And, and that's the big difference here. The Chiefs have Pat Mahomes. And when you have Pat Mahomes, you can win every single game. And we see that each and every week. And he will be healthy enough to have the full complement of the offense. The one thing I hope is that we've seen at times when the Chiefs face a pass rush like the Eagles, that there's a more of a conservative tone to the game plan. I hope they don't do that this week. I think you can still be aggressive and push the ball down the field and kind of run your offense without being fearful of the defensive line. So I'm curious kind of how they start that process early on. I just think the Chiefs, they, they can't be in a game where they're down by more than seven points in the fourth quarter. Like, that's when the Eagles are kind of in their groove of things. If you keep it within a touchdown game in the fourth quarter, anything can happen. If you have to get, get a game where you need multiple stops in the run game, like, that's not how you're going to win this game. So the Chiefs have got to come out fast, got to score fast, keep your foot down, and kind of be in that range of a touchdown in the fourth quarter. I, I know that uh, I might be in the minority. The Chiefs' offensive line, why isn't it considered just as good as Philadelphia's, considering the fact – that the Eagles give up way more sacks, commit more penalties. Like, to me, those things should be factoring into yeah. what we think about their line. That's a good point. I mean, I think the Eagles just have better players. I think that's part of it, too, right? Like, if you look at, at you know, Jason Kelsey, obviously, and, and Creed Humphrey. Now, those guys it, might it, be it, even. Now, it's, it's one, and it's like 1A and 1B, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, but Lane Johnson is, is the Hall of Famer, right? And, yeah. And, and, and the Chiefs don't have that right now, right tackle. The thing about Andrew Wiley, guys, I just don't get it, okay? If he's your worst offensive lineman, you're in a good place. Yeah. You're in a really good place. Every team would love to have an Andrew Wiley, someone who, who's, who's there each and every week to play, someone who, yeah, he gives up a couple sacks. So what? Okay? No mental errors. He's there each, each week to play. When he gets beat, it's and just like, someone's better than him. Yeah. Like, it, like everyone would love to have, have, have a Wiley. Um, and you have, obviously, Tooney in there as an all-pro and, and, and Orlando Brown. I think because of the Eagles' physical dominance and the way they run the football, the Chiefs, I just don't like their run game. I've said it for years. It's not anything that's 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 new here. They don't run the ball like the Eagles do, right? And no. I think that's partly why we look at the Eagles' offensive line differently. It's because of their ability to just say, hey, look, we're going to knock you off the ball. It's not that Chiefs can't do it. They can. They just don't emphasize it. And so I think if they were to run the ball like the Eagles do, we would look at them kind of along the same lines as, 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 as the Eagles. We're talking to Jeff Schwartz here from Radio Row in Arizona. You mentioned the running game for Kansas City. We, we, we've, for years, as you pointed out, have talked about seemingly this inability to close out games through the running game yeah. a little bit. Like In this particular game, knowing what Pacheco has been and now you've had him for a full season, you would think the confidence level is there. Do you believe that they would actually be committed to it more if they have a lead in the fourth quarter? No. Or is it still just going to be back to what they continue to <laughs> no. do? Why, why would, why would anybody – Guys, Andy Reid is what he is. Like, he's not going to be anything different. Why would he be anything different? That, that he is – who? He, so we, I, should just, I, we should just give up I, on like, it, like, like, I, Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, like, guys, I played in the 38-10 to 10 loss, right, the, the one we lost to the Colts. Like, that's – we didn't run the ball that game. It was the exact same happened in that game. It's happened in all these games. Like, that's who Andy Reid is, though. Like, he's just not going to run the football. And that's fine. Just in, it, it works. Obviously, the third Super Bowl now in, in four years. Like, yeah. obviously it works. Um, but that's not who he is. He's not going to run. But also, too, look, I get it. You have Patrick Mahomes. Like, if you have Mahomes, okay, let him win you the game. Like, I'm if it, if you had someone else, I'd be like, okay, yeah, run the ball. But you have Patrick Mahomes. Like, if he wins you the game, great. Let him be your guy. So, I don't really. I, I would love his offensive lineman to run the ball more if I was. But I, I can't fault him because a it works, and b again, if you're relying on 15 to win you the game, good. Like, good. Jeff, if, if uh, the Chiefs win the game, am I allowed to bring up the dynasty conversation? Sure, they're on their way. I don't think they're a dynasty. Still guys. need one more. I think so. Yeah, I think you need. I think you need 
the NFL dynasties have been what, like the you know the Steelers, the the Cowboys. No, but those Niners. are like all different times, like no free agency and stuff. There's only one modern dynasty, it's, it's, and it's the Patriots, and they set a completely unfair yeah, standard. But, but they did, but they had like the three and four years and the three and five years. Like yeah. they 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 kind of had the two separate like windows. So I think the Chiefs need one more. I think I think you need three to make it a dynasty. Um, but they're on their way. The difference between the Chiefs and, and kind of the teams that are at the end of this year is they paid their quarterback already. I know. Like, they've paid Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, they, they, they have to figure out a little more pass rush. But their secondary is – they're done now. Like, they've figured out secondary. So, like, that's that's done. All young players, like, and Justin Reed. Like, we're done there. Like, Steve's going to be a free agent soon, right? I yeah, but is. I think that's going to be first the, the first cornerback they finally pay. Yeah. So, so like so – like, but you're set there, right? You have to pay Chris Jones, obviously. Uh, you're set at linebacker. Tackle, you have to figure out what to do with Brown and Wiley because Wiley's a fraging. He'll get paid by someone. Um, I'd bring Wiley back. I would find a left tackle. I, that's how maybe I would do it. Um, and then, you know, wide receiver, right? And then I think I think there might be a look toward tight end at some point. This would be the draft to do it. Now, it would be a very luxury pick at like 31, 32 to take one of these tight ends in this draft. But this is like the tight end heavy draft. But Noah Gray is kind of coming on strong now too. So, like, you're in a spot where you have this young team with a quarterback you've already paid. Like, you're in a great spot. The Eagles have to pay Jalen Hurts. The Bengals have to pay Joe Burrow. Chargers have to pay Justin Herbert. Like, you're in this spot now in a year where I think no one thought you would be here because of the Tyreek Hill trade and sort of this idea of, like, the young players on defense, like we're going to kind of refresh in, in, in a single season. So they're in a, a, a spot for more success if they win this season. The Eagles, are, Eagles really aren't, right, because they have, they have paid Jalen Hurts. Kelsey might retire soon. Lane's getting a little bit older. Like it's a different you – know, Fletcher Cox getting a little bit older. Like it's a little different situation for them. You mentioned uh, how everybody, you know, is positioned differently going forward, and the AFC West went all in this past offseason. It, it got them nothing, essentially. What do you make of Sean Payton, Sean Payton being hired over with Russell Wilson in Denver? It's not going to work with Wilson. I mean, it's one year, and then he'll be, Wilson will be gone. Um, it's well, very, then, like, and eat, like, $60 million? I can't imagine that they, they made him tie themselves yeah. to Russell Wilson. Like, it's just – Russell Wilson is, is a robot, man. Like, it – Here's here's my take on Wilson. So, I think it's it's hard because everything in his life feels so scripted. At least it looks that way. That when things don't work as well on the field, he doesn't know how to how to how to make changes in, in real time because everything in his life is so scripted. And he's got to figure out a way to be less rigid in life. Like, and if he can figure that, maybe Sean Payton brings that out of him. But the offense, with Sean Payton's skill set. And what he has done throughout his career with quarterbacks does not match Russell Wilson either. Like, this doesn't feel like a match um, at all in, in what works for both these guys either. So, yeah, I, I think it's going to be they're going to eat, they're going to have to eat the salary at some point. But it ain't going to matter because the Chiefs will win the division again next year. And for the foreseeable future, I'm pretty sure. Because, like, the same thing you just talked about, Justin Herbert, it's like they're going to have to pay him. They, they, they're talking about, like, their stories that they might have to let go of Keenan Allen. Like, they all took their shot, Jeff. I don't feel like. I feel like the only way they're going to do this is if somebody else convinces their guy to take the Mahomes contract. They need Joe Burrow to say, I'll, I'll sign on for 12 years. And I don't know that other quarterbacks are going to do that because Deshaun Watson got $240 million guaranteed. I have a hard time, Jeff, imagining that they're willing to make that shift the same way Mahomes did. Well, you know, Mahomes is sort of in the Tom Brady boat where, like, he makes so much money off the field yeah. that, like, he can – and I'm not saying he sacrificed – I don't know if he sacrificed any money – to, to for, like to help the Chiefs out, but he's made it movable. But it certainly looks like he did when you look at where his you know he'll be like 
seventh or eighth highest paid quarterback next season. And then the year after that, he'll be the, the 11th highest. But like, it, it just, it, he did the Chiefs a solid. And, you know, it's, again, I don't know if it's because he has so much money off the field he's making or just because he's just different, but it has definitely given them more, more flexibility. Um, and, you know, the, he's just a rare, he's a, just a rare. Joe Burrow feels like that mold to me where the Bengals say, hey, man, like, look, we, we, you know, we'll give you a 10-year deal. I know you want to do a six-year. We'll give you a 10-year deal. Like, maybe Burrow's in for that. But there is no mistake. Like, Mahomes, it's a Chiefs-friendly deal. Like, he could have gotten a lot more. And Deshaun Watson, the Browns ruined it for everybody, too. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's also, like, the Browns, it, it's funny. The Browns kind of screwed their division rival, the Ravens, because the Ravens now, like, they're like, yeah, we're not paying you $230 million guaranteed, Lamar. Sorry. And I get, and I, I'm on Lamar's side. He should ask for $230 million guaranteed. It feels like the Jets would pay him that, so he's like, yeah. I'd like th- yeah. I'd like that, please. Exactly, yeah. It's not going to happen. All right, real quick, Jeff, uh, let's get our, our guest prediction brought to you by Ag Power, John Deere, and Papa Murphy's. How do you see the game going on Sunday? Um, I have Chiefs 30, Eagles 28. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> Are you sticking with that, or is that just your, your right-now prediction? I'm a right-now prediction. <laughs> I mean, again, it's just it's, it comes down to Pat Mahomes, like, I keep, you know, I, I keep thinking about ways the Chiefs can win. It comes down to 15 just having the best game of – or one of the best games of his life. It has to be that type of game for him. How did your brother describe playing with him? Like, as far as just, like, different from playing with anyone else? It's just – it's just everything. It's, like, little – it's little things that he was able to do on the field. Um, and, and there's always a confidence, you know, when you play with a quarterback like that. I remember with, with Eli Manning when I was playing with Eli. Like, you have this confidence of, like – Nothing bad's ever going to happen. And even if it, even if it does happen, he's going to figure out how to make it right. And when you have when you have a player like that, there's never you never feel like you're out of anything. You always feel like you're in every game, you're in every play. Um, but those little things Mahomes does that even I find like so fascinating. You guys ever notice when he runs, he always looks behind him. Yeah. You ever notice no other quarterback ever does that? Like his awareness on the field. Of oh, seeing, spatial of, awareness is like, nuts. It's unbelievable. Like his ability to like you know he's running, he's like looking okay. Well, is there a holding call? Because if not, I'm going to run. If, if there's a, if there's not a if there's if there's not a if there's not a holding call, like it just he's it's incredible. Like it's brilliant and it's really fun to watch him play football. What are you up to the rest of the day and in this weekend? Obviously, you're going know. to the game Sunday. I'm sure. I'm, so. no, I'm going home Friday. You're going home. You're yeah, not staying. I, I've been to one Super Bowl. I'm one and zero. I've done that before. <laughs> um, keeping it that way. Yeah, I have no reason to stay. Um, no, I'll watch a game from home. Going to game, I'm I'm over it. I, I've done enough of that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> going to football I've games. Al- I've also like most of the time I go to games like my team loses, so that's partly why. Okay. Like I went to the the Oregon game in Georgia this year. Ooh, um, that wasn't very fun. <laughs> Things yeah. got better the rest of the way at least for you. But yeah. man, uh, I've been to Oregon, played Auburn in the ch- title game. They lost that one. The Chiefs game was the first like game I've been to like when my team won in a while. So in a big game. So I'll keep it. I'll keep it there. It was fun in Miami. We had a good time. Chiefs won. I'll be back home for the Super Bowl on Sunday. Jeff, really appreciate the time, Thank man. You. Yeah, That's Jeff Schwartz, former it. Chiefs offensive lineman, eight-year pro in the National Football League. Does great stuff for SiriusXM. Also, he does his own podcast as well. And all our guests are brought to you by Ag Power, your local authorized John Deere dealer, and by Papa Murphy's. Get any medium two-topping pizza for just six ninety-nine in store or at PapaMurphy's.com. 
I guess, yeah, if you're just used to going to games all the time and if you maybe feel like you're bad luck, then you just say, you know what, I saw my brother play in the Super Bowl in 2019. I went there, I rooted him on, he won. That's about probably the pen. That's, that's as best as it can get it for you. Does you, that mean uh, Nick shouldn't go to any more Kansas basketball games this year since the one I remember him most recently going to? Well, had the question him, is, has he been? Have him losing by like 20? Did he go to a national championship game and see him win? If so, then if, he ha- if the answer to that is no, then he hasn't reached the ultimate game that you can go to, I would argue. Nick, have you ever been to a national champ? Oh, well, he doesn't have a headset on. Don't worry about it, Nick. I'll ask you in a minute. <laughs> have you ever been to a Kansas basketball national championship game? And if you no, have, did they win? No, no, haven't been. No to both. Nope. Have you been back to Allen Fieldhouse since they got boat raced by 20 in the last game you attended, I remember? Nope. Well, so Nick's following this, uh, this logic. Yep. So you're good. You and I have been to one Super Bowl together. It was just that one in Miami, and the Chiefs were 1-0. So at this point, it feels like we are good luck, Right. Yeah. We didn't go to the one in Tampa, and they lost. Feels like it, us being back in the building on Sunday matters. I don't know if we have it ready or not back in the studio. If not, maybe we, we got it here, guys. But uh, there was a tough break for our guy Nick uh, on media opening night. And if you guys know on the show, we have a really special <laughs> intro for Jody Fortson on this show. And Jody Fortson, it turns out, maybe wasn't aware of Nick as much as we thought. So I'm having Internet issues, but we can't no, I can, I can get it for you. Just give me, uh, just give me a quick second. But let's make it clear. I had asked Jody Ford, said, hey, are you familiar that my producer here does this thing on the show when we talk about you, that the John Cena music plays, and he says, Jody Fordson, only to find out. That's not how I say it. It doesn't matter. I wasn't going to. No, it does matter, though. Fine, you do it. Well, no, I don't have the music right now. (laughs) Or is it all the people? Is it the people? I'm not afraid of these people. You're not afraid to say Jody Fordson really loud? No, 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 I'm not, I'm not. Okay. Um, but I will, fi- I will find the audio for you, okay? Are you sure? Just give me a quick second. Why don't you be, be professional? Anyway, up a little it felt bit. like a devastating moment for, for Gosh. Nick. Gosh. To find out that all of this stuff, he's familiar with Fort Season, he's familiar with some of the other stuff. We've been doing this thing on the show for yeah, but a better part of two years. Yeah, he listens to this show? I guess the first thing I have to ask is if... Okay, that does sound like the audio. A much worse quality version. A much it. worse quality version. Do you guys want to hear? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Try and hear some mm-hmm. of uh, Jody mm-hmm. Fortson. All right, so this is Cody's exclusive one-on-one interview <laughs> with Jody Fortson from Media Night on Monday. This audio is horrible. What did you guys record with? Cody, what is this, dude? <laughs> what? What is, is what? Is this like the MJ Melendez audio from the from the clubhouse during the Royals season? No, it's not it's like that. Just it sounds as, it's way better than that bad. normally. Well, that that sounded just as bad as the this. This is a technical issue by you. The point oh, is, he doesn't oh, know who you are, and go. are you ever going to recover? Here we go. Uh, I believe you posted that video to which uh, a guy by the name of Oh Jody Fortson said, "Nick, I'm sorry. Let's <laughs> be friends." And he now mm. follows me on Twitter. So are you going to give me the proper credit for helping you form no, a No, you were throwing me under the bus. And you now I wasn't throwing was. you under the bus. I was pointing out that Jody Forsen wasn't familiar with you. I said that that might have been a devastating moment for you because of how much time you spent into and it wasn't. building a friendship with Jody Forsen. It, it turned out to be actually something that strengthened their relationship. Yeah. Are exactly. you any closer to being friends now? Well, yes, he said, not? let's be friends, and now he follows me on Twitter. Oh, he followed you on Twitter. I just said it. <laughs> you know, like Are you going to DM him? <laughs> DM him. Skim and pass. Why do it right now, Nick. DM him. Why would he? He's, dude, send him a message and see if he wants to get together after the he, Super Bowl. He's not going to DM. I don't need to do that because what will happen is when he's sitting there up on the podium uh, being awarded NF, uh, Super Bowl MVP, and he Super points Bowl to the crowd, MVP. and I'm going to point back to him, and I'm going to say, that's right, and he's going to kind of give me that look that says, I love you, man. 
I know we just met, That's and I know we just go? became friends, but you're important to me. And I'm going to say, man, I love you, man. <laughs> and then maybe, hopefully, who knows, I'll be on the, you know, the team bus during the Super Bowl parade next Wednesday. Hmm. Oh, you think that's how far this is going to go? Mean, I don't You're going to be his plus one on the Super Bowl. I don't want to put a limit to no it. Chance. I don't want to put a limit to it. But Zero just, percent chance that that happens. I don't think you really but know. I, but I do think it's good for Nick that clearly now Jody is well aware of who he is. I think you should actually well tag aware. him, though, with your intro so he knows what you're talking about in particular. Because I, I did hear the audio, the good version of the audio, and Cody didn't give an accurate representation, I don't think, of how good – the Jody Fortson intro typically is. Like, you should have just done it for him right there on the spot. You think so? I think that he was. He didn't him. have the music. Hmm. Was I just supposed to play it from my phone? That wouldn't feel like it had the same vibe, would it? No, not at all. From the J Southland Toe Service text line, 913 586 Yeah, I'll be working, someone quoting Cody, while ruffling uh, tinfoil in front of a microphone in his hotel room. <laughs> that one, dude, this one wasn't on me. I don't know what happened. The audio sounds normal when played under normal circumstances. Well, you didn't tell me to have the audio ready here. I didn't know we were actually playing the audio. I thought we were just going to talk about it. Well, in fairness, I was prepared to play it until the Internet didn't work. Hmm. You can't play audio from the Internet. Just a little peel behind the curtain. If you're going to play audio, you can't do it from the Internet. I see that that's dead now. I played the Burger King commercial earlier from the Internet. It worked great. Not working for my computer. Said burger cheese, burger cheese earlier. We were all I fine. I played Everyone the entire Steve Palazzolo interview from my computer, and I didn't hear any complaints. That was great, Nick. You, you also played that from your computer, and there were complaints. Yeah, you know what, dude? Why don't you, you just tell them that you tell them you're the executive producer of the 18th best mid-major top 18 baby market show. Who? Wait, who am I telling this to? Anybody you who Cody you want to get right on the show? Right. Okay, anybody. Yeah, Cody. That's that's how we got. I'm sure that's how we got Jeff yeah. Schwartz. You just told him, hey, not the 19th best, but the 18th best. You come on the 18th best. That's right. You're damn right about that. I'm proud of us. Nick, I really do hope you and Jody Fortson become best friends. Dude, already going to happen. So. Just to be clear, we are tomorrow also working on a friendship between no. a Chiefs player and a Royals player that yes. I think needs to happen. Yes. An important, an important friendship. That I'd one like feels like it's already somewhat there. It's not, I don't think They've never much, met? I feel like there's already some connection there, though. Oh yeah. My, oh, my gosh, guys. It's Trey Lance. He finally showed up. By the he's way, just so you know, such he's, a special just so athlete. you know, he uh, is only about an hour late. He's not coming no, on our show. He's but two hours late. Well, he you don't know that. He's supposed to be on until eleven. It says nine to eleven a.m. It is ten fifty-three. Oh, my computer says nine fifty-three. He came all the way out oh, here for it? a sleep number commercial. Oh, my computer's all, my computer thinks we're in California. Yeah, it's I, saying nine fifty. I don't know what your computer thinks, but it's almost eleven o'clock. Who the hell is that guy in his sunglasses over there? Now Nick's just pointing out random people in the crowd. Yeah, I need to put my headset down. Why? Because you're distracted? No, I'm going to go wrangle more guests. Go okay. get Trey Lance. Go do that, man. Go get him. Just say, hey, Trey, just stick that microphone. Oh, 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 that one you can't get to work. That's right. That won't work either. <laughs> that is the Chiefs Red Half Hour. Thanks again to Jeff Schwartz, uh, longtime NFL offensive lineman. Uh, does great work for, for Sirius XM and going to record his podcast here on side and obviously good knowledge on the offensive line for the Chiefs and for Philadelphia. Coming up next, though, as we continue our coverage from Radio Row, brought to you by Baker University. We'll get to what's trending. i got an update on where things are at in Missouri for sports wagering. We'll also get back into a plan that now suddenly Cody has for me when it comes to something going on on Friday night here in Arizona.